I hit record, but chest. keep talking. Oh, what? okay. So I hit record, but just keep talking. I just want to make okay. sure it was recording. Check one, two. Check, mm-hmm. check. Mike, one. Do you know how many yeah. sound checks I've been to in my life? It looks like we're both <laughs> making waves. <laughs> we're, the, the thing's bouncing. It's yep. working. It's working. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to in, in start the introduction. I'm so rusty. I mean, it's been since what, like May that it's I was It's been a long to... time, yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't able to do it because of my mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let's just. No, I think I had one in June for you. Yeah, I think it was May when I started not being able to talk. Yeah, yeah. So that's been a while. All right. I might just leave all this in. <laughs> <laughs> Say we're rusty and this is what you're getting for an introduction. <laughs> we're back, bitches. <laughs> hey, that was perfect. I'm using that. <laughs> all right. Let's get mystical. Season two, episode one. How you doing, Lynn? Oh, I'm in there. I'm I'm ready to get to work today. I'm kind of slacking today, though. I didn't go to the gym. I made the excuse of it's too cold outside. It was. Mm. It's cold. <laughs> well, you know your nag of a boss will tell you to get some movement in. Well, I still get movement in. I just didn't want to get in the cold car and drive in the cold to the gym to get all yeah. sweaty and come back in the cold car. I don't blame you. It's an excuse. That's all it is. <laughs> Well, that's okay. You'll you'll make up for it. Um, with housework, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm still <laughs> I still go up and down the stairs. You know I don't sit still long. Yeah, that's what I'm doing today too, because it became such a mess in here from not being here for a week. Well, before I came on with you, I had to clean up the studio because it was whoo, sister. Sister from the, the silicon, I had boxes of books everywhere and paperwork laying everywhere so i had to clean up just to get the table in to get the microphone out of the little soundproof booth just to do this with you how so, come yeah, you didn't I, stay in the booth because then i can't see the computer oh i have gotcha. i have no access from there eventually i'm gonna buy a mac so that i can just sit in there with that yeah you're skipping a little bit again um we'll just keep going That's- i heard you that's all that matters that's my robotic side coming out. <laughs> I just think there's a little bit of a interference of some kind. It might be on my end too. Who knows? Um, so since you brought up Silcon, let's hear about that. How was it? Oh, you know, it's my favorite show. It's really the only one I've been going to, although I'm going to put myself out there more next year. But it's Central Illinois Convention and it's a Paracon. So there are tarot card readers and there are gaming booths and, you know, people cosplay when they come in. And this was my first year cosplaying. It was so fun. It, it wasn't fun getting up early to put it back on the second day, but the rest of it was really fun. Yeah, oh, imagine- except for I tried to order food delivery at eight o'clock at night on Saturday and everything in that town, like delivery wise, was closed on a Saturday. At eight o'clock? Holy crap. At eight o'clock. Yeah, I know. I thought I lived in a tiny town. This place is like, I don't know. It's like any other little town. It's got, you know, BBW, what is it called? Buffalo Wild Wings, B-dubs, stuff like that everywhere. But I couldn't find any delivery. I tried DoorDash. Yeah, Yeah, it was a a great, met a lot of cool people, sold some books, got some newsletter subscribers. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I imagine all that makeup you had to put on for cosplaying was kind of monotonous. (laughs) Girl. Girl, it was, you should have seen me trying to take it off at night. You know, I bring the wipes and you have to like soak your skin to get it off so you don't like ruin your skin. But 
Yeah, my costume itself was fine. It was like a Talbot's dress that I bought at a thrift store. And then I just tied a rope around it. So it was like a tunic. Now, my girlfriend mm. on the other hand was the queen from Soul Alliance. And I had to like sew two, you know, formal dresses together to give her a train and all this. So she, I don't know if she was comfortable, but it was a good time. My son came. Yeah. Now that you bring up Soul Alliance, was that published when we were on here last time or not? I don't oh, believe it was. I don't remember. I don't remember. Let me bring up Amazon. Oh, I, I was doing that too. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember when you published it. I happen to have Amazon up. We're supposed to know these things. <laughs> uh, you know what? I publish so many books. I just. I know, but you know, I'm your uh, PA and everything. I should know these things. Soul Alliance. Here it is. I got a new covers on them. You know that. It says May 5th. Uh, so it must have just yeah. come out. Yeah. When I stopped being able to uh, talk. <laughs> to speak? To speak yeah. at all? <laughs> so, I don't know if we've mentioned it, so go ahead and, you know, let people know about it. Soul Alliance? Oh, yep. it's by Foray into Romantic Fantasy with elves and fairies and an ogre. And they don't fly and they're not sweet. And with They do have pointy ears, the elves do. But they're they're warriors. Even the females are warriors. I love the world that I kind of, st- I, I wrote two of those. So there's soul Alliance and throne of ash and dust, but I've stepped away to finish the shifter executioner series. And then I'll go back and finish. Um, well, not finish. Cause there's a couple more stories in that world that is dying to come out. And as I told you a whole nother series from the Cedar Hill shifters world wants to come out. Yes. Because you know, I I've got all the time. I, I know. I'm pretty excited. Wait. So I came I up with a those... name for her, by the way. Oh, good. I've wanted those since you introduced those people. <laughs> yeah, I can't really talk too much about it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I know. You don't uh-huh. have anything. Haha, ha, audience. You I don't know. even know things that most people don't care to know. <laughs> uh, well, just to give a little bit of an update on, you know, my mouth and everything, since nobody really knows what happened because I wasn't able to talk. Um, so it ended up being an impacted wisdom tooth that I had to have. Well, actually the wisdom tooth is still in there, but I had to have surgery to get some cysts taken out that were causing the pain right now. I'm perfectly fine. And whether I'm actually going to get the wisdom tooth removed, I haven't decided. (laughs) Uh, my husband's been talking about having some issues with his and he's 53. He never had his removed. None of, I have none of mine left. Yeah, well, and, and I didn't know anything about it because I, you know, my phobias and stuff, I wasn't going to the dentist, so I didn't even know I had wisdom teeth. So it, oh. I wouldn't be surprised if something comes up for him. I hope not I, because it is no fun to have mouth surgery at all. You know, my bottom ones were cut out when I was 19 and oh my God, that was painful. The top ones were pulled out. I had no issues. Yeah. I felt the needles for like numbing it, but I didn't feel anything. And then there was like no soreness afterwards. That's part of the That's reason why I'm not sure if I'm going to get it removed. Because if they tell me that, you know, my jaw is growing back and everything and I'm not going to have any issues, it's staying in because I'm not going through that again. Yeah, there's, you know, there's dentists that just, you know, they want to take them out just because. But if you're not having issues with it, why would you? The only thing there's I'm no worried about that. is that it, it was hitting a nerve. So, you know, if they say that it's going to cause issues with the nerve, then I probably yeah. will go through with it. But the thing is, is the reason it was not removed the first time was because it is not, or it wasn't at that time anyway, um, loose enough to take it out safely without damage to the nerve. So they said that they would take out the cysts and then see what happens to the wisdom tooth. 
if it doesn't yeah. move and I tell them to take it out, and this is for anybody with phobias about dentists, don't listen to this part. But <laughs> if I tell them to take it out and it has not loosened at all, they're going to have to saw it off. That's what my uncle had to have done was his jaw had to be broken more or less for and surgery. You know, Lynn, that I ended up having to stay awake during the surgery and I would have to stay awake during another one. And I don't think I can go through that again. I get claustrophobic. Like they'll give you the gas and then they got their hands in your mouth. And I just, I get claustrophobic. Yeah. I can't stand it. <laughs> I have to take you a volume. I'm, I'm noticing that we talk way too fast because we've only been on for nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and it's funny depending on part of what part of the world you're in. I've had people talk tell me I talk really slow, and then I've had people tell me I talk really fast. I'm like, I know I talk fast. I'm an energetic person. Let's see if that is all the life updates we have to say that we can actually uh, talk my, about. My pod, well, my podcast is back. Oh yes, talk about yeah. the difference in your podcast. Yeah, the podcast, uh, the formerly Hot Mess Writer's Life, is now Road to an Abundant Author Life, and it's. Which it was already author tips, writing tips, things like that. But it's moving towards coaching and, and you know, really helping people kickstart and grow their careers. So I just didn't feel like Hot Mess Writer's Life really, it, it didn't really tell people what it's about other than the fact that I'm a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well, we most are. Most of us are. Oh, Lord. That's, you know, it's so funny the way they depict authors in movies and TV shows and Girl, I'm still wearing, they're not, yeah, they were to last night. Usually they're lounge pants, but I got cold last night and I slept in them and I'm still wearing them. So it, it's uh, 11 o'clock. So I'm still in my pajamas at 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So we're not glamorous. We don't sit around in silk gowns and no, nobody's wearing nope. makeup and got their hair done to right. Pajamas, coffee, crying. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I got water right now. I did switch from coffee to water. That's lots of crying. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. You know what's funny, though, is I don't tend to cry over the end of the book unless I read it out loud. Like if I read it to somebody. Remember when I was doing the re the live readings of Grace Wolf and yeah. I got to the last part, I got all choked up. I don't know what it is. I can write it, but when I read it out loud, I get all choked up. I meant more like, like frustrated oh. crying because we don't know oh. what to do next. <laughs> No, my I don't cry. I just call you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's my job. Um, well, on the subject of podcasts, I am trying to get a second one going. And it's going to yeah. be all about introvert stuff. Yeah. You know, you would think that people would think we're extroverts because we do this, but we're introverts. And here's the thing. We're not next to each other right now. <laughs> No, no, no. We're we're like miles and miles and miles away Thousands from each other. Thousands of miles away from each other. And I spend <laughs> all day by myself. And even when my husband comes home, I'm still working. And then we reconnect, quote unquote, on the couches. He's got a couch. I have a couch. You stay in your dance space. I stay in my dance space. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, and here's the thing. People think this is considered socializing. But to an introvert, this is just considered fun. Whereas yeah. socializing is you go out and you talk to people and there's people around and it's it's people. There's too many people. I get so, you know, I'm an empath as well. And I get so exhausted when I'm in groups and I'm, I'm trying not to let it get to me when I go out. Like we're going, my mom and I are going shopping, quote unquote shopping um, Friday. It's not, it's not really shopping. We're going to a place called uh, Restore 
uh, Habitat for Humanity. She's looking uh-huh. for something for her house. And I, I just love to go look. Even if I don't have money, I love to go look. But uh, by the time I get home, because it, there's something about my face or something that people are like, ooh, I should go tell her my whole life story. And then I'm exhausted. Yeah. I can meet someone for five minutes and know everything about them. I Which I, I guess on one hand, they're comfortable, but... <clears throat> yeah, people seem to do that with me too. Even though I I know there is no no vibe I'm giving out that says, talk to me. But people always do. Well, I have RBF from hell, so I have to like mask when I'm out so I don't look mean. Yeah, I, do, I really don't think you have RBF. I think you just have a very stern concentration face. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what did you say about my picture last night? That I looked what? <laughs> She said I looked constipated. Yeah. Jen, Jen handles my Instagram for me because I've got about 5 million things on my plate. And I, she says, send me a picture of you writing. Okay. You look constipated. Damn it. <laughs> so I had to put a little ghost of a smile on my face for that one. I said, yeah, that- Jen, I sent the picture to my mom and she goes, oh, Lord. I said, what? You look like me. I said, I know I look old. <laughs> The glasses, the wrinkles. (laughs) That is actually posted on your Instagram. I did that this morning. I saw it. I did see it. Okay. So Walking Dead season 11, the third part has begun. We now have five episodes left in the season. And if y'all are not watching it, oh my God. The first episode... Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, I'm warning you right now. Stop listening, fast forward, whatever. But each episode has been opening up with like flashbacks and Judith speaking. And oh my God, it is literally like a stab to the heart because you just go back to that time. And then to hear her, you know, giving her side of the you know point of view of that time. Oh my God. And each episode... It literally has a bang. There is no breathers in between each one. And I got to be honest, I'm getting sadder and sadder with each episode because we have five more and it's over. And if Rick does not make an appearance before the last episode, I'm going to be crushed and pissed. I will be pissed. Having said that, they're saying that there's going to be spinoffs of Rick and Michonne and there's going to be a Daryl spinoff. And I got to be t- to be honest with you, I don't know that I'm going to watch either of them. I'm actually thinking about canceling my cable after Walking Dead's over. Because really, that's the only thing I watch on cable is Walking Dead and Cardinals games. And we've started watching the Cardinals games on our phones and, and tablets and stuff. So it's kind of pointless. But I was there from the very first episode of the very first season. And I am going down with the ship. I am going down. This season, this this last part, this part of the last part of the trilogy is insane. And I hate that they keep ending each episode with kind of a cliffhanger, but I guess we're going to have to hang in there and wait and see what happens for Sunday. And it's only Tuesday and I've got to wait all week. But at the same time, I don't want it to come back because then it's four more episodes and it's over. For those that don't know me and haven't known me for years, my cave used to be littered with Walking Dead toys and posters. I'm currently wearing a Walking Dead jacket. I have a Walking Dead pillow. You know, I have, I still have all the stuff. I did not get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. It's packed away. 
it's safe. But yeah, I think we're coming to an end of an era and they keep trying to do these spinoffs. I think for now, the zombie craze is over for now. You know, everything comes back around. Interview of the Vampire came back, which we'll talk about that in a minute because not happy about that one. But yeah, Walking Dead, we got five more episodes. If you're catching up, hurry up. It's on Netflix up until season 11. I guess you'll have to find another way to watch that AMC Plus or something. I remember the days you had the Walking Dead posters in your cave. Mm -hmm. That was when it was actually a cave. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know there was such a thing as Writer's Cave. My kids used to call it my cave because it was in a dark corner in the basement. So I just went with it and painted the walls dark purple and I had all my walking and it just, the collection kept growing and kept growing. And then as, as they would die, I had a live wall and a dead wall. And so I would move them over to the dead wall. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it would be really cool for writers is if we could find a way to actually rent a cave and have like Mm. a writing retreat. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Make it happen. We could all say we actually wrote in a cave. In a cave, right. There's got to be somewhere we can do that. Shoot. Commenting on your um, saying that you might cancel your cable. I mean, honestly, you might as well just get all the streaming services. You'd be going to be paying the same if you get all the streaming services. Well, and I was telling my husband this last night, the the only other issue with that is the office plays on sometimes Freeform, sometimes Comedy Central. However... I can get, uh, what is it, Peacock. Yeah. And then watch it. So basically, I'm going to call and find out how much my internet is because we're using Spectrum Internet. Okay, anyway, um, before we get to interview with a vampire, because I'm sure that's going to be a very heated conversation, uh, let's talk about the Winchesters. So Winchesters, as you probably know if you're a Supernatural fan, is a spinoff about Mary and John as teenagers. That's the first comment. (laughs) (laughs) um it's it okay so here's the good the good is it does bring back the concept of hunting and you know family values and all that stuff so all that's good the things i have problems with are one there's a ton of inconsistencies now if jensen comes forward with explanations for these inconsistencies i will accept them if there's no explanation i may not continue watching because the inconsistencies, and I don't know if this is my editor brain or what, the inconsistencies <laughs> are driving me insane. And there's only been one episode and it's already driving me insane. Well, it could just be world building. <clears throat> you don't want to do info dump. Well, that's what I'm, uh, that's why I'm saying if the inconsistencies are explained at some point in the show, hopefully season one, because um, there's already been a ton of inconsistencies, even with just one episode, then I will accept it. But if they're not explained... I don't know. So is this Jensen's baby then? Yes, he is the okay. producer. Okay. Well, him and his wife, anyway. Um, and as She's I said, gorgeous. At, at the time we're recording this, there's only been one episode on, and actually episode two is tonight. So, Gabs. I told you I tried watching Supernatural, and it's cute. I just... It well, just and here's the other thing. Interest. Here's the other thing about Winchesters, since you bring up Supernatural. It took me three or four times watching season one to actually enjoy Supernatural, and now I can't get enough of it. So I will give this chance. That's the way I was with The Office. It took me like two or three episodes, and I'm like, is this only funny if you've worked in an office? Like, 
And then all of a sudden now I'm like obsessed with it. I watch it every day that it's on. I even, you know, I quote it, you know, I quote it and send you memes and gifts and yeah. Um, I love me some office. And also with Winchester's, I think part of the problem is, is it's kind of geared towards teenagers. So it's not holding as much of a significance for me. So, I mean, if teenagers enjoy it, then it should be a success, but you kind of have to like go into it not thinking about the fact that it's a spinoff of Supernatural. Yeah, maybe they're just trying to get a new uh, demographic, you know? Yeah. And then I mean, if the teenagers like it, they'll move on to And Okay, I don't want to give any spoilers, so I'm not going to get too specific. But one of the inconsistencies that is bothering me, and I, this is not even the one that's bothering me the, the most, it's just the one I could talk about without giving away spoilers, is that Dean is narrating the whole thing, right? When the hell did he find out all this stuff about his parents? Because we certainly didn't see it in Supernatural. And if for anybody that's watched Supernatural, you know how the, the show ends. So when the hell did Dean discover all this stuff? Was he like narrating it from hell? Because wasn't he a demon? It's, no, well, it shows him. Um, so at the beginning and the end, it showed a clip of him writing in a journal about his parents. Ah, okay. And he's with okay. the car, like driving around, but Sam's not with him. So I tried to look up some, you know, I tried to look in those scenes to see if there's any clues about when right. in Supernatural this would happen. And there is one thing um, when they showed at the end of the episode, they showed him driving away. And in the back seat in the car was a cooler that him and Sam used to use when they were hunting. But. That cooler was destroyed at some point in Supernatural. So that gives me a kind of an idea of a timeline, but it doesn't really answer the question of when did he learn all this and how did he learn all this, you know? Because if they don't mention it in Supernatural, you think if he learned all this stuff, he would have mentioned it to Sam or something. You know, this this is right. <laughs> Super fandom. You said something about the cooler. There's things on Walking Dead where I'm like, oh, 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 do you remember that knife with the red handle? It's back. Like from season two. You know, you have to you, be a super fan to catch those kind of things. So I think you need to continue with Supernatural because there are some Walking Dead references. Really? Yes. Well, because you know who plays the um, Negan in Walking yeah. Dead? That's the name, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there is this, an episode later on where certain things from The Walking Dead make an appearance. No kidding. So, but it's it's a quite a later season because it's after what? they... Bless you. Excuse me. It's after they discover some more stuff about their family, so. Okay. Negan. And it's after Cass comes into the picture, so it's a later season. Um, my last comment about the Winchesters, and I have obviously I'll talk about this as, you know, every week because there's going to be a new episode, um, is that I still think that the spinoff we should have gotten was the one that would have been would you know would have been the hit and i think we've been cheated to not get that one and that is the one with the women hunting oh yeah yeah Yeah. the the walking dead has done so many spinoffs and i tried watching fear and two episodes in i gave up everyone's like no you gotta go back um it's like a book you gotta hook me and i felt like if this person does this and this person does that like info dump from a hell the first two episodes and then there was one that came out i can't remember what it's called but it was like teenagers or something i can't relate to that sorry yeah i can't i, I just I'm, it, I'm an old lady now that i'm now that we're talking about it another thing that i'm i'm thinking is the way that he, this show is set up winchester's um 
may be good in the way that teenagers will watch it and then as they get older they might go into supernatural right so it might be a a precursor kind of thing so that supernatural gets more attention well i mean i became a super fan of the office long after it was canceled i'm sure they're still getting residuals so yeah yeah if you get a whole they're still going to comic-con too so you know exactly supernatural still got attention on it right Um, exactly all right so let's get into the interview with a vampire discussion and then we'll step away from tv for a little while I, I got to tell you, I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, <laughs> it was after the, you know, third third part season premiere of Walking Dead. I was like so excited. For those who don't know, I have email communication from Anne Rice. That's my claim to fame. Thank you very much. I've been an interview with a vampire Anne Rice fan since seventh grade. Like I read all up to Mimnock the Devil. So I've read almost, almost all those books rabid fan of interview the vampire you know the whole the gothic feel of the movie when it came out just holy crap i love that they kind of did a little twist up because i mean the world looks different now what i didn't like how how much can i say on this is this pg-13 r-rated what nope you say whatever you want if i feel like i have to i'll edit it out (laughs) So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the first episode of Interview with the Vampire, Louie is now a pimp. Um, and and the, the guy that interviewed him before, you remember Christian Slater interviewed him? This is set years forward. So, he's interviewing him again. So, it's not like a remake. So, he's interviewing him again. But what I don't understand is, why would we go back to your origin if you're interviewing him again, Right. So it starts out, he goes to one of his brothels and they are nasty talking. The hooker's like, he put it in my shit box and I gave him last night's dinner. And like, it is, it was vulgar, which listen, girl, listen. Okay. I am a huge fan of the boys and anyone listen that has watched the boys knows that thing is not Peru. That show is very vulgar and very foul, but I feel like you just spit on Anne Rice's grave by doing this with this show. You know what I mean? Like, couldn't we have just gone back to the original and just, even with the different actors, I don't care about that. Play it out and let us see it in episodes, you know, episodic stories. Instead, they just rewrote the whole damn thing. I don't know about the later episodes. I haven't watched it. I stopped within about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, I can't do this. It was such a disrespect to Anne Rice. I couldn't do it. And it has her as executive producer, except she died like a year or two ago. I can answer that question because I read an article. Apparently she was working on it before she passed. I just want to know, did she sign off on that? Did she sign off on what they wrote? This is my question. Like, I mean, I don't know how far she was in, in the process. And I don't know if she saw any of like the scripts or any of that stuff. But you would think somebody would have been in charge of like her estate or something that had a say in it. Oh my gosh. If somebody took one of my books, you know, if you watch true blood and you've read the Sookie Stackhouse books, it true blood was inspired by the Sookie Stackhouse books. It's pretty far. I went and read the books when I found out it was a TV show. Cause I'm like, hell yeah. Sookie Stackhouse books were so sweet. My teeth hurt, you know, like it was not that nitty gritty of, you know, true blood which was part of what I liked about it was that it was kind of violent and dark. And this took such a left. And again, it wasn't, 
starting from the beginning. And it wasn't, you know, he was doing the same thing where he was telling the story again. And supposedly the interviewee or interviewer, sorry, interviewer was 20, 30 years older. So why are you telling the story again? And why has it changed so dramatically? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm surprised AMC was allowed to to say half the crap they did in that first episode. You know, they were like f bombing, and so much stuff gets away with on TV now. It's it's crazy, and you know, that's one of the things I point out when it comes to Supernatural. Like, look how successful Supernatural was. Did they say that word even once? I challenge anybody to tell me a time when they said that word, like full out said it, not bleeped, not you know Weren't insinuated. Eleven. Huh? Wasn't it on Channel 11? Yeah, it was on the CW. Yeah, you can't so, do that on Channel 11. Right. Oh, you're not. You guys own 11. We're sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's 11. 11 here. It's 11. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's not the point. The point is they were extremely successful without that word, without, I mean, yes, there was sex in it and stuff, but they didn't have to get vulgar about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, like I mean, there's times when I believe there was a, a scene in Walking Dead where they've been taken by these cannibals and Rick says, they're going to feel pretty stupid when they find out. Find out what? They're screwing with the wrong people. If any time required the F word, that was it. They're fucking with the wrong people. So Walking Dead, I don't know if it's like a contractual thing, a time thing. They can say the F word one time an episode. And it, you don't even notice it because it's so appropriate when it's I think said, it's a, I think know? it's a rating thing. I think if they say it more, then the rating has to be changed or something. Yeah, they, it's one time and it's always, it's not, you know, if you watch The Boys, um, Carl Urban's character is, he is crass and, oh, Jensen Ackles character. Holy crap. But anyways, they F-bomb left and right, but that's because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's part of who he is. Whereas the other character, Dennis Quaid's son, I always forget his first name. I don't, I don't even know if he says the f word because he's real sweet. And but this, to me, was just a disrespect to Anne Rice. And maybe I'll go back and give it another shot. I don't know. I just it might be one of those shows where you have to wait until it's not new anymore. Well, I just feel like can... the o, the OG fans. Those of us that grew up with Anne Rice, you know, I was, I switched to, to uh, Stephen King in fifth grade and then I found Anne Rice in seventh grade and she was the one that started my love of all things paranormal. So I always say I am the writer I am because of Anne Rice. Now, obviously our styles are polar opposites. You know, she's very, you know, eloquent and, and, you know, gothic and things like that. I don't know about I erotic. See, I never read it. I can see her inspiration in your writing though. That's for sure. Yeah. She, she is the reason or was the reason. Uh, I still can't believe they didn't make a bigger deal when she passed away. Like I grieved when she passed away. Let's not talk about celebrities passing away. We've had enough of that over the last couple of weeks. Hagrid. Yes. Hagrid passed away. I was, you know, I just got into the Harry Potter world. I still haven't read the books. My nephews would come over. We'd watch Harry Potter, but then I'm like, wait, what, what happens next? And, then I'd have to rewatch it again when my nephews came over. But I got sad. I got so sad when Hagrid it, passed because it's sad. And he was—I didn't know he was seventy-two years old. Mm. Look, dang good. That's him. That's not even old to me. Oh, but that's here's not the thing: old. he was just another one in a long line of like, what yeah. the hell is going on? Because it was freaking Angela Lansbury for crying out loud yeah. passed away. Lily and like Newton John, the Queen. Yeah, yeah. 
And I, t- I told my, my best friend, I said, please, somebody find Dick Van Dyke and put him in a bubble. Uh, well, you know, Angela Lansbury was like 96 years old. So. I know, but I still, she was in such good health as far as we all knew. And From I just what I never, understand, she, she and the Queen both just died of old age. Just, I just never expected it to be Angela Lansbury. Not this year, at least. Of course, hey, I never expected Betty, Betty White either. Betty White, 99 years old on uh, New Year's freaking Eve, as if that wasn't a bad enough year. And what is with these celebrities dying right before their birthdays? Angela Lansbury was like four days away from her birthday. The only comment I have about Interview with the Vampires, I've not seen the new one, and I don't plan to because I didn't enjoy the first one. So, Oh, I still will watch. If it comes on cable, if I'm in the mood, I'll, you know, I've got the DVD or I'll go look for it on Netflix or whatever. It is just one of my all-time favorites. All right. Well, before we get weird. into the last couple of things uh, about TV, you want to take a quiz? Let's do it. Okay, it's called the Ultra Geeky Ghost Hunting Quiz. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right, question number one. A spike in electromagnetism of what intensity is required to trigger the red light on a K2 EMF meter? Now, before you answer, um, and there are options, I'll give you options. I did not look at the answer, so we're going to try to do it together and we're going to see who's right, all right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it says... Um, now I don't know what MG stands for, but it says 20 MG, 10 MG, or 5 MG. Those are the options. I'm going to say 10. Okay, I'm going to say 20. So we'll go with 10. Incorrect. It's 20. I win. 20. (laughs) We're going to keep score. Let's see. Me, you. (laughs) Okay, what does a geophone detect during paranormal investigations? Spirit voices, vibrations, or cold spots? cold spots i'm going with vibrations ha i win (laughs) damn it damn it you would think with all my ghost hunting friends i would know this stuff but i don't tend to go on the hunts Uh, okay what is another term used to describe a residual haunting a place memory shadow figure or crisis apparition what was the first one place memory and then the second one Shadow figure? I'm going shadow figure. All right. I'm going to go place memory. I don't really know what the answer is. So, oh, uh, hello, cat. <laughs> shadow figure. Incorrect. It's place memory. Hang it. If, I don't know if I should give myself that point considering I was just guessing. <laughs> well, we were we'll, both guessing. I don't know. We'll call that one a tie. <laughs> we're both guessing this. For anybody that's hearing purring or bells ringing, it's a cat. Yeah, I hear the bells. I don't hear purring. Mm, I can hear it in my headphones, but... All right. What is the form of divination where a mirror is used called? Fav... Oh, Favomancy? I can't even say that. Melomancy or scrying? Where a mirror is used? Not scrying. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. go with number two. We both know the answer to that one. Yeah. Correct. That's a tie. Hey, hey, I got one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Where does the term stone tape theory originate from? This one we're neither of us is going to get probably, but a 1970s television drama, American Society for Cyclical? No, I don't know how to say that. Research, paranormal investigator Harry Price. 
Harry Price. Okay, I'm going to go with the TV show just for the hell of it. Okay, I was right, but I'm not going to count it, so that's a tie. The next one is Hydromancy is a method of divination and spirit communication that uses what? And this is kind of easy, but water, air, or wood? Water. Yeah. Correct. Correct. What does the acronym NDE stand for? Necromancy detection expert. Near-death experience. Non-destructive entity. Non-destructive entity. Okay, I'm going to go with near-death experience. That was my I first got it right. Got Damn it, it right. and that was my first guess and I changed <laughs> it. I keep doing that. I need to go with my first instinct on these. Go with your gut. Okay, this one's another initials. What do the initials SLS stand for in the name of a camera used on ghost hunts? Structured light sensor, spirit location sensor, static laser sensor. Static laser sensor. I'm going with spirit location. And we're both wrong. It's structured oh, light. And that was the first thing. See, I gotta just say the first thing I think of. Dang it. I keep changing my mind. No, no, no. It's that one. It's that one. Uh, okay, we're gonna just go up to 10 because I'm not gonna go too much further than that. Where did the research technique known as Estes Method get its name from? Estes Mansion in Scotland, paranormal researcher John Estes, or Estes Park, home of the Stanley Hotel? John Estes. I'm going with Scotland. We're both wrong. <laughs> ah, I suck at this. Man. Okay, number 10. What's the name of the ghost hunting gadget that rapidly scans through the radio spectrum, spewing out random noise and white noise? Parabox, Alice Box, Spirit Box. Alice Box. I have no idea, so I'm going with Parabox. Both wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. I'm never making a career out of this. We're going to go a couple more just because of the way the score is going. So number 11, the fundamental operating principle of REM pod involves radiating what? Electromagnetism, ultrasound, infrared. Electromagnetism. <laughs> I'm going to go with infrared. You are correct. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like rapid eye movement. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the tendency to perceive a familiar or a meaningful vision or sound in random random patterns is called what? Paralucence? Parabolica? P- pareidolia? I think is that how you said that last one? Ah, uh, one. Paralucence? All right, yeah. I'm going to say parabolica. Oh, hello, dog. Yeah, you heard that, huh? Both wrong. <laughs> It's oh it's God. it's the one I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which of these supernatural entities is typically described as a fae? Oh, geez, I wonder what the answer to this is. Fairy, demon, or wraith? Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. I didn't answer, so I'll just give you that point. Um, <laughs> I knew what it was, but I didn't say anything. We all know that EVP is electronic voice phenomena, but what does DVP stand for? Direct voice phenomena, demonic voice phenomena, or distant voice phenomena? Direct. I'm going with distant. You're right. Yeah, there we go. Okay, then we're at a tie here if we're going with just our individual scores, so let's do one more. 
What is the wooden pointer that moves around to spell out words on a Ouija board? Indicator, dial, blanchette. Dial. I'm going with planchette. I win. <laughs> you know how many people I know use that thing and I get it wrong. Okay. Nobody calls it my that. That's why. <laughs> it's the thingy. <laughs> You know, my husband laughs at me because I just come up with terms when I lose words. So, like the the pole the goal ghost the goal post on football. I forgot the word one day and I called it a tuning fork. And so that's just it's what we call it now. It's a tuning fork because it looks like a tuning fork. Close enough, just a big giant yeah. one. This I, I I'll be I'll be writing and I'll lose words because you know the stupid migraine disorder. I was trying to say steering wheel and I could driving wheel. I kept driving wheel, turning wheel. Uh. I just come up with words, so you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Come up with my own thing. Okay, all right. Back to TV. We have two more things to talk about, and then we'll kind of wrap it up with what's going to be going on this season. Firstly, Hocus Pocus 2. I still haven't even seen the whole Hocus Pocus 1. Well, yeah, well, that's your homework since you've stopped on Supernatural. You need to watch. You need to watch both Hocus Pocus one and number two. I've seen parts of it. It's just when my kids would watch it, I was always busy. So, my thoughts are this, and if you if you follow me on YouTube, you've seen my thoughts. But she cried. Yeah, I cried at the end. That much is a good thing. Well, not necessarily because I don't really like crying, but um, it was a good cry. You know, it was a Emotional cry, not a, <laughs> it, this movie sucks kind of cry. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy it. It's, it's a good movie in its own right. But if you go into it thinking it's going to be an actual sequel, it's really not. It's a sequel in the way that it's after the first movie occurred. Um, but it's like there's some prequels in there too, though. Yes, and it, so it does reference some of the first movie, but it's more, this movie is more about, although there's other aspects, it's more about the Sanderson sisters and their past and, you know, how they became, who they became and all this other stuff. Um, there are other aspects in it, like um, the, the children, the main characters that are in it um, discover some things about themselves without giving away a spoiler. Um, I mean, at this point, if you haven't seen it, where the heck have you been? You living under a rock. But um, aside from you, Lynn. <laughs> I would say, or like me, where you just prefer gore at this time of year. Yeah, well. Um, so it's a good movie in its own right. The things I did not enjoy were the music. Because for anybody that's seen the first movie, you know that there's a scene where they get on stage and they sing and they basically bewitch the audience. I put a spell on you. Yeah. They did that again with a different song, but it didn't feel as natural to the plot in this one. It was kind of just like they stuck it in there so that Bette Midler could sing. <laughs> so I didn't feel that I didn't feel any of the music was necessary. I felt like it was just stuck into a, a pretty a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did love. So in the first movie, um, there was a zombie called Billy. And the in the first movie, he was just basically doing Winifred's bidding. But in the second movie, he actually gets quite a bit of screen time. And 
you know, he has his own backstory and he talks and he has his pretty much has his own adventure separate from the rest of the movie. So I honestly think Billy might've been the best part of the whole movie. Oh, wow. Um, because he was hilarious. First of all, <laughs> you know, he, all the jokes, all the jokes in the movie came for Billy. There Isn't are on Disney plus though. Yes, it is. Yeah. There are some things that were left unanswered and without giving too much away, I will say there is a black cat in the second movie, but it is not the, it's not Thackeray Banks that was in the first movie. It's just a black cat. However, certain scenes during the movie, this cat acted in a way that makes you wonder if there's more to the cat's story than what they told us. So there are some unanswered questions, but all in all, I, w- I would say it was a good movie. And I, th- like I said, I cried at the end because the one thing I never expected was to feel sorry for the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, people aren't blowing up and zombies aren't getting killed. I probably don't watch it. So <laughs> I think you would, I think you would enjoy it, especially for the comedy aspect. Oh, I like um, comedy. Yeah. One of the things that held for me that it might not necessarily hold for everybody is the witch stuff. Because there was a lot of, like, explanation of how they became the witches and um, other, you know, witchy things in it that I can't really get specific about without giving spoilers. But that kind of stuff was more interesting to me than I think it would be for a lot of people. Yeah, that's just... For those who haven't figured it out, <laughs> Lynn is into horror and action and that kind of thing. Let me ask you something because I, like I know you mentioned True Blood earlier, but have mm-hmm. you ever have you ever watched like just Shifter uh, TV shows? There's not really any out there except for like Teen Wolf and stuff. There was well, yeah. Silver Bullet when I was a kid. There's Teen Wolf, that was yeah, which, done. Again, I still say that you need to watch that, but um. I saw the original. And I am I, I am still angry that the movie they're making is only going to be on streaming because I want to see it, but I am not paying $14.99 to watch the damn thing. You know, that's that's something I'm starting to have issues with is there's so many cool looking things that have come out. I'm not going to keep buying streaming services to watch this stuff. Right. Like it's I'm not going to have 15 different streaming services because then you're wasting money for things that you're not watching. What I honestly believe should happen with all these streaming services is if you want to make it where when it first comes out, it's on the streaming service and then releases on regular TV. I'm all good for that. I don't care if I don't, yeah. I'm not the first person to watch it, but exclusively on these streaming services and it's streaming services that not everybody has. Like if it's Netflix or Hulu, you know, the majority of anybody that watches TV has those streaming services, but like Paramount plus and all this stuff, I'm not getting, mm-hmm. and most of them cost like $15 a piece. Well, and see, I wish I had Paramount plus cause I want to watch Yellowstone so bad, but I'm not buying another service just for that one show. Right. We primarily watch Netflix and occasionally go over to prime, which we had prime before we even had any of the streaming services just from, you know, me buying books and da, 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 da. We needed that free shipping because we do a lot of online shopping because your girl don't like to leave the house. Mm-hmm. There's well, people out there. Sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have driving issues. and <clears throat> But I we have Hulu here and it's, I'm not stealing it. The girls that dog sit for me a lot, um, they signed in 
so they can watch their shows when they're at my house. Mm -hmm. I have watched Hulu one time and it was at Gypsy Rose Story uh, because that was actually in my state. That was only about three hours from here that that happened. So I wanted to see that, but I've never actually watched Hulu. So it's not like I'm stealing it. Hulu is funny because when they first started streaming, I tried to get it and it was horrible quality. It was skipping and getting stuck and the picture was blurry. It was horrible. Now it's like the streaming service that I watch the most because it's let, let, let me ask you this. Do you know how Netflix started? Yeah. With DVDs. Yes. It was a, a, a prescription a prescription. Holy crap. Subscription type thing where you, <laughs> you like mail them in and get new ones. Yeah. yeah. We, that's how we started with it. But you know what? Since we're on the topic, I know it's not supernatural based, but Netflix has announced that they are going to start offering a uh, plan with commercials. Mm. And everybody is freaking losing their minds over this idea. Yeah, because I don't want commercials. That's why I watch Netflix. I get that. You can pay the <laughs> higher you can pay the higher amount that everybody's paying right now and still not get commercials. They're offering it as a at a lower rate. Cheaper option. Well, there you go. I mean, and it's not expensive. You know, I don't think Netflix I is mean, expensive at all. In in the long run, no. But it's cheaper I have to than say, cable. My mom and I are happy that there's gonna be a lower version. Um, um but- I don't I, I will pay the higher that I'm paying now. Um without we're we're right now we're on a blacklist kick which i think was on nbc and it looks like it's still going with uh spader james james spader yes james um that's our kick right now and i'm like oh i'm so glad we don't have to wait for commercials we don't have to wait for the next week and okay so that's one thing that i brought up to my mom and said i don't know how i'm gonna feel about watching supernatural with commercials but this is this this lower price is going to be more than half off of what we already pay now to us it's worth it because it's money that we don't need to spend. So and like seven bucks? We it's gonna be I wanna say they said five ninety nine or six ninety nine. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, so it, that would definitely a, be worth it. It's a big discount. And we already watch Hulu with commercials, so we're used to it. So I mean, I don't get why everybody's freaking out. You know, there's two options. Girl, I, it's not like everybody that gets Netflix is going to have to watch commercials. You want to keep paying? I pay monthly for Spotify because of the commercials. However, having said that, it's not the commercials that bother me. It's that when I'm using music to write and I'm in the middle of a scene and I've got like Viking drums playing and all of a sudden, do you suffer from erectile dysfunction? That drags me out of the scene. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. But um, no, it's, I mean, if you're cool, if you, if you, why is it a big deal? If you don't want it, don't get that's it. That's what like, I'm saying. Stop freaking out over every tiny little thing. <laughs> I'm of the mind. If you don't like something, don't look at it, scroll past it, turn it off, whatever. I don't understand uh, boycotting crap. And I mean, I, I would know we're getting way off topic here. And this is something else. I will what? Explore. Us? <laughs> this is something else I will explore more when my second podcast gets going because this is kind of an introvert thing. But every day, every day, there's another reason I want to stay home and be by myself. Yep. Because the world yep. is just. I, I don't, I, oh, sorry. Bless you. I don't know what the heck is going on with people. Like, did everybody Watching, just? They're get... so mean to each other, man. Oh my god, it's so bad. Just mind your business. You do you. 
You know, I see people like cut in line and instead of saying, excuse me, because I mean, I live in a small town now, but I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> I always joke, my family's from Indiana. I live in the country, but I'm from St. Louis. I call myself ghetto hooge. Not only can I shoot and kill you, but I can skin you and hide your body. But <laughs> but I don't help you hide it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I know how to do these things. But I, just, there, there's nothing in this world worth the impatience. If you're in a hurry, go at a different time. I never leave my house if I'm in a hurry. Because well, I make mistakes. That's the other thing. Like, it's not even, I mean, yeah, all that is happening. But it's not even that stuff that's making me want to stay home. I go out to the grocery store, which is three minutes down the road. And in that time, somebody does something on the road that makes me want to scream. Oh, yeah. Three minutes. That's oh, just yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. It's But uh, anyway. My street, my street is this little bitty 25 mile an hour road. Um, and people come flying down doing 40, 50 miles an hour cutting the corners. We've almost been T-bone pulling into our driveway. Yeah. It's people are just inconsiderate and it's way different from when I was a kid. For anybody. When I was a kid, I walked uphill both ways. For anybody listening who has not figured it out, this podcast is kind of like our therapy. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) And this is actually very, very uh, common for us. We very rarely stay on topic. Yeah. Well, short meetings turn into our meetings. We were doing so good. (laughs) What happened? But you know, we're not perfect. We're hot. Well, okay. Back on topic then. One last little TV thing. Um, For anybody who watches Doctor Who, you are aware that the current season is ending this weekend. Thank God. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. Because, and the reason I say thank God, is because that means we can finally get back to him being a male. Oh, you didn't like that? Oh, my God. I had nothing wrong with the concept that time lords can turn into women i get it it makes sense with the way that they regenerate everything but if they were gonna do that they should have done it right along because it was just way too jarring to have freaking what 13 doctors as males and then all of a sudden it's a female it was like a completely different show and one of the other things i did not like about um the seasons with jodie whittaker is that it would just felt like they were redoing storylines from the seasons Uh. i did like I have never seen a single episode. Yeah, we all know that. Um, (laughs) Never seen a single episode. So we're getting back to him being a male, and we're getting back to, hopefully, better storylines, because there is going to be somebody new, well, somebody who used to do the show, um, in charge of the whole thing. So I'm really looking forward to the new season, and I'm also looking forward to the 60th anniversary episode, because... My heart is so freaking heavy right now that I'm gonna, I get to say these words, but David Tennant is back. Did you see he's on House of Dragons? I did. Uh, David Tennant, or is that Matt Smith? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think you mean Matt Smith. He's the, he got the long on here. One of those. One of those uh, guys. Hold on, David. I'm pretty sure it's Matt Smith because I've seen him in the commercials. It's pretty much oh, yeah, the only... Yeah, not that guy. Not David Tennant. Yeah, David Matt Tennant Smith. was on a movie we watched, though, and he was awesome, dude. I loved him. Yeah. He was... Yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, that's um, kind of like the only reason I even considered possibly getting that streaming service and watching that is because of Matt Smith, but I'm like, no. Nah, no. I loved Game of Thrones until that last season, and we've been talking about it. I'm like, man, let's, let's get rid of Cable first after Walking Dead's over, but... 
I, I, I want to see it. I want to see how, but my girlfriend watches it. So maybe I'll just go to her house. She's like five minutes away and but she, she's ahead of me. So I'll be catching up, you know? Um, so let's just talk about what's happening in season two. Um, not much. <laughs> uh, we don't have a lot of guests lined up so far. So, um, anybody hey, who I gave me, you a list. I gave yes, I you know. a list. I, I have reached out to people, but as of right now, we only actually have one scheduled. Um, so if anybody wants to be a guest, feel free to contact us. I will put our email in the show notes. And that's been so long since I've said the word show notes. That sounds lovely coming out of my mouth. Um, and I sound pretentious you, when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> even if you are not somebody in, quote unquote, the supernatural field, like an author or any of that stuff, and you just want to come on and talk with us like we've been doing this whole time and talk TV, books, whatever, we'd love to have you. We don't care if you're in the field. We don't care if you're a professional. If you just want to come on and have a chat, you can come on and have a chat. We're pretty cool and laid back. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I think those are the best episodes anyway. The ones that are more formal, it's just like, do we really do all we could do? <laughs> <laughs> when we script it and yeah. forcing it. Yeah, I like yeah. I like these fun laid back ones. Yeah. And I, what was I going to say? I don't know. But anyway. Obviously, we're going to continue talking about TV, and I also want to put out there to the listeners, if there is anything you guys watch or read or, you know, if there's a podcast you listen to that you want us to explore, let us know. We're always up for more new ones. Yeah. So, yeah, Absolutely. so season two is going to basically just be like season one, except maybe a little bit more laid back, and also, which you have realize this if you're listening to it on anything other than spotify we have gone wide so yeah that's, kind of a big deal now that's exciting we're, we're kind of a big deal i'm a little nervous <laughs> because ah. that's a lot more people that could be listening to us but you know what you're here for a reason and you're continuing to listen to this over an hour long although it probably won't be after <laughs> um episode because you liked something you heard so welcome and yeah that's that's all we got for you guys today see you next week guys bye bye